Hey, you're listening to Recess. Today on the show, we have Kim with us. She's the founder of Coco Dry, Malaysia's first ever blow dry bar. I'm Castle. And I'm Sulin. Let's go! Hi Kim, welcome to the show. Really excited to talk about how Coco Dry has been making all the right waves. How are you today? I'm good. Hi, Celine. Hi, Castle. Thank you so much for having me. All right, let's jump right into the first question. When we think of hair salons, we usually think of haircuts or perms. But what made you think of taking blow drying and styling and just making it stand on its own? To be honest, it is not my original idea. <laughs> I wish it was, um, but I was actually inspired by the dry bar in the US while listening to Girl Boss podcast. And as Celine knows, my father is a hairstylist. So this idea particularly caught my attention. And I was like, what? Hair salon? No cuts, no color? Wow, that's interesting. And I started diving deeper and I realized that, wow, there's actually a potential in Malaysian market. So that's how it all started. So how did you pitch your, the concept back in 2019? Like you said, uh, back then, what we knew in Malaysia at least was barber and salons. We go, we go there to cut our hairs, get our perms done. And then this concept was still unheard of. How did you make your first pitch and like, hey, this is a thing and I can actually make a business out of this? To be honest, I was very lucky. The reason why is because there was already a successful study based on the dry bar in the U.S., so it wasn't very hard for me to just put everything together, the data together and pitch it to my investors. Like for example, I think they opened 100 outlets within four years and that is exponential growth for a physical outlet. Mm, I see. And two years in now, oh, we're in 2021, we're in the midst of a pandemic. Um, yeah. Do you think your approach <laughs> has changed on um, telling people how Coco Dry is and how it functions to in Malaysia? You mean as compared to how it started? Yeah. Okay, so here's the funny thing. We're about two years old by the end of this year in December. But we have only been operating for, I think, <laughs> half the year. So I think in a year time. So we only had a very limited amount um, of time to educate people and bring people through what is a blow dry bar and how does a salon without cuts and color work so like other than wash and blow like what else do we stand for what else do we do we're actually much more than that like for example um at first people would just come in and be like hey do you guys do a haircut it's such a cute salon though we'll be like oh i'm so sorry we actually just do like you know um wash blow and style and we knew that this was going to happen because it typically take about three to six months for you know like asians to to um, understand and digest a new concept that was being brought by um, from the Western countries. And how did you see the need in this market that you feel like um, there needs to be an aesthetically pleasing like standalone bar for women to come in to feel empowered? Because I believe this is one of your core values as well too, uh, which is women empowerment. Do you want to talk a little bit more about that? Yeah, sure. So in terms of women empowerment, because I was brought up in this industry and I noticed that everything in this industry has no differentiation. 
Like for example, every salon ultimately provides the same, you know, services in terms of interior is always black and white. Most of the stylists are also wearing black. Um, no judgment there. Um, it's just that I thought, you know, I could put a good spin into it. And other than that, for example, when we just look for references, it's always women, Korean women, Japanese women, Western women, straight hair means beautiful. And I just think that we can do so much more than that to make women feel comfortable in their own hair. Right. For example, even when you have curly hair, we welcome you and we recommend you the best curly hair product rather than just, you know, like, oh, you know what? You look better in straight hair. And we don't believe in that. Mm. That's amazing. You really do cater to a very wide variety of people, you know, between the busy career chaser, mm-hmm. the self-care lover, the occasional event glow up. So, do you have any <laughs> memorable stories to share of like, you know, the best time or the most interesting customer or something like that? Wow, there are so many though. Um, yes, and you're right um, that we cater to a different group of women and we even name our services based on that. Like for example, like career women is such a hustler and like for women that just want to pamper themselves, we name it the Thai Thai life and people just love it so much because they can connect to it, especially millennials. Yes. So I think there are so many memorable moments. Um, okay, I think one of them is actually, she was one of the first customers that came into Google Drive. Her name is Sasha and she always left such an unforgettable experience to me because that's exactly how we want uh, women to feel in Coco Drive. So after we style her and everything, you know, like our mirror is actually at the back. It's not in front of you um, as usual. So the moment we, you know, turn the chair behind towards the mirror. So we were creating like, you know, a princess diary moment, like the aha moment. And she was like oh wow wow and then you just see the smile and the glow on her face and I and that always reminds me like why I started from the very beginning and other than that there was this guy she was all dolled up her hair looks so nice and then typically you just ask so where are you going after this and she's like I'm going home I was like wow like with this has like yes like I just want to make myself so like feel good And to me, that is just so empowering. You're just looking good, feeling good for yourself and not for anyone else in that matter. Or even memories that, you know, um, because people love coming in groups because of the experience that we provide. Like, for example, there there was another customer. She's like um, a manager in a company. So she just brought her whole gang of like, yeah, her, her employees there to just reward and pamper them. And I find that, wow, like, that is so nice of her. And like, the layout of Kogura is very um, unique. It's almost a boardroom. So it's very engaging because we want people to connect with one another in Coco Drive. So they were like, you know, almost having a boardroom meeting or having their treatments done. And, and I love that. And even weddings and also Rome. Yeah, so I thought all those moments were just beautiful. And, you know, you see their friends supporting them, being there for them and just, you know, doing things together. So to us, it's not just about, oh, yeah, we just style her. No, it's much more than that. It's where unforgettable, beautiful memories are created in Coco Drive. It's no matter what the occasion, that we're always there for you. That's amazing. It sounds like you guys cover everything from the person's first time to their <laughs> 50th time. But you also cover a wide range of women in themselves. So you also mm-hmm. offer hijab styling services for Muslim women. I've never heard of this before. <laughs> so I found this super interesting. Um, it's to unleash their personal styles and identities. So a lot of people don't know what a hijab styling session looks like, including myself. <laughs> Could you just share with us what does the typical hijab styling session look like? 
to be honest, I was very much inspired by one of my close friends. Her name is Nadja and she loves styling hijab. So that idea actually came because I was inspired by how she styled her hijab because like, you know, to Muslim women out there, right? Their headscarf represents their hair in a way because this is the only time where they get to like, you know, like style it and make it look fashionable, um, you know, for them to, to express themselves differently, right? So a typical session, we just look like, you know, like we'll bring them to a private room because they definitely need their privacy. And one thing why they love about us is because um, there was a private room and is a very women-focused um, community. So when we bring them to the room and, you know, we'll get on to um, our normal services. And then at the end, after the hair is stuck and everything, then we'll just ask her, so like, how would you like um, to style your hijab? Would that be, you know, like up the side knot? Would that be the turban? Yes. That's so cool. That's <laughs> amazing. So when we talk about the hair, uh, Coco Dry only uses natural products. You know, you guys pride yourself on being free from nasties. And looking at the treatments you offer, it seems that you focus a lot on the health of the scalp. Most people talk about their hair, you know, perming, coloring, uh, mm -hmm. things like that. But why the focus on the scalp? Mm, okay, personally to me, how I see this is like, skincare versus makeup so when it comes to other salons that do perms that do um coloring right so i would see that as makeup and then for us we focus more on the hair care part because to be honest a lot of women they care about their hair and how it looks like on the outside but what we don't know is it actually started from the roots yeah, that's where your hair grew from. And we realized that there are a lot of women that do not know how to take care of their scalp and their hair. And they always come to us when it comes to um, advisors. So that's how we position ourselves. You know, a little, other than just wash, blow, start in the offerings, um, it would be what we stand for as well. So a lot of customers, they say go to other salons, you know, for perming and coloring and when their hair is damaged or their scalp is damaged. And then they will usually come to us um, to... to <laughs> make them a little healthier <laughs> that doesn't make sense <laughs> fix me fix me please <laughs> yeah yeah so I would say it's just um a, a very different model and I think it's a model that um that we all need yeah a new category I would say <laughs> And like you said, uh, you've been open for two years now, but you guys were only technically open to the public for six months because of COVID. And it must have been difficult for beauty services like yours. What's one of the biggest challenges you have faced um, starting this business? Honestly, there, there has been so many challenges. Um, COVID is definitely one of them because it actually, like the full lockdown actually happened on our fourth month of operation. And the third month was when things started picking up. So it's almost like, oh my God, we just hit the reset button. It's like, okay, so what do we do now? <laughs> you know? Yeah, so I would say that COVID has been challenging, that's for sure. But I always see challenges as an opportunity to grow and to learn. And to be honest, and I do think that in our case, actually a blessing in disguise because we were able to like direct our focus in e-commerce and COVID actually accelerated our digital transformation. Because like if it wasn't for COVID, we may not have a, you know, such a strong digital um, presence. And because our focus was on, you know, putting on social media and our website. So the moment when COVID is lifted, we were fully booked. Yes, that was what happened during um, the first MCO. So we were hoping that, you know, the same would happen um, during this as well. So just do whatever you can as under 
you know, these circumstances because there's no way that we can control it. You get what I mean? So we just got to flow and roll with it. I follow you on Instagram and I see your persona and how you carry yourself. Um, you are like a fearless um, boss lady <laughs> and you are you're all about sharing your journey as an entrepreneur. And I think that's really, really inspiring. But like we know that entrepreneurship is not always so glamorous like you share on Instagram. It's not always, um, even though you work in the beauty industry, what does yeah. your typical day look like? Or is there any myths that you want to break and how, how, what's, what's your take on this? Like, what is your mindset to conquer this? I think when it comes to entrepreneur, uh, entrepreneurship, um, it is not, you know, like Winnie the Pooh walking on the street, you know, so sunshiny. And, and you know, like there, there are no struggles, no troubles. And I always, you know, tell my friends, like, be careful of what you sign up for because... It's not going to be easy. And actually life will just hand you what you want because I've always wanted to be an entrepreneur. Actually, it was handed to me in a way that, you know, there was this opportunity and I took a leap of faith. I started it. But to be honest, this journey hasn't been easy. And even when it comes to fearlessness, like there are days where I feel I'm on top of the world. But also days where I question myself, like, okay, why am I doing this again? Like, will I get through this? And to be honest, it has been very scary. Like during the first year, it was... Um, you know, like the first COVID, there was no handbook to guide us. Okay, dear entrepreneur, 101, this is what you do during that. You know, everyone is just going through the same thing and trying to, you know, like figure what's the, the you know, like best way to tackle this situation. How do you take this as an opportunity and make the best out of it? And if I'm alone, I would still feel better. But then the thing is, I have a team, um, you know, like we call, we call, I call my team Coco Squad, right? So then the thing is like the livelihood, you know, also depends on me and I can't fall because if I fall, if I can't get through this, they all go down with me. So I would say it has always been challenging, but rewarding at the same time. And I don't believe in, you know, like having no rainy days every day, but it's all about like how you recover from your challenges and you fall, how do you get back up? That matters. It's like, you know what they say? Like, you know, when you fall down six times, just get up seven times yeah so this is what I have been doing like even this year I was very optimistic I'm like oh yes 2021 is gonna be an amazing year second outlet great location here we go and it's like oh cases 20,000 what are you gonna do this time (laughs) (laughs) well 2021 has certainly been difficult it's like just like that and we're already in August but I'm sure you can do it no I know (laughs) so yeah, <laughs> it's crazy to see how far you've come and all the challenges you've overcome considering, you know, the difficulty <laughs> and being stopped just in your third month. But thank yeah. you again, Kim, for coming on the show. Huge props to everything you've done with changing the industry, finding a w- new way to make women feel confident. Mm-hmm. It's, it's been amazing having you. Thank you so much for having me. All right. And to the listener, thank you for tuning in. Stay safe, everyone. That's all from us today. And we will see you in the next episode. Take care.